Blog Talk Radio. Once I drifted out in sin, had no hope nor joy within, and my soul was burdened down with pride. Then my Savior came along, and He showed me I was wrong, and He placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Out in sin, no more will I abide. I've enlisted in the fight. For the cause of truth and right, praise the Lord, I'm on the winning side. I will never have a fear, for my Lord is ever near, and in Him so often I confide. Well, He's the keeper of my soul, since I gave. And he placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. side. Out in sin, no more will I abide. No more in sin abide. I've been listed in the fight for the cause cause of truth and right. Praise the Lord, I'm on the winning side. Praise the Lord, I'm on the winning side. Can I go in your room so I can call you and we can start the show? Yes. Hello, folks. Welcome back to A Voice in the Wilderness. On tonight's show, we've got many things to talk about. And as usual, it's going to be me and my dad. Uh, gonna try to get some uh, some different guests back on the show soon, but uh, we we've got our uh, regular dynamic duo, and uh, hope you folks out there are, are uh, doing good and and being blessed and uh, abiding in in Christ and experiencing His joy and His peace in your lives. Because that's the uh, that's what we live for, and that's the greatest thing that we can experience in life. And uh, just as Jesus said, there would be earthquakes in diverse places, and we've just seen a seven three in um, in Iran, and also a six point two in Japan. Uh, just uh, just today, and so. We've got a lot of other things to talk about, and, you know, this, obviously, this world is not getting any better. It's only getting worse. And for a long time, as things get more and more evil, every time something new happens, sometimes it's it's hard to believe. It's almost hard to believe just how evil and wicked this world is getting when certain things happen. And um, I don't know if if, uh, we want to talk about it right now, but I want to talk on this show about um, 
what's happening in uh, in Baptist churches right now, and um, I'm not saying this to try to pick on the Baptists because we're all just Christians, no matter what denomination you are, and we all need to stand up against evil. We need to take a stand against homosexuality and say, no, it's wrong. The Bible says that it's wrong. It's evil. If you are a homo and you don't repent and get right and stop doing that, you will go to hell. So, um, how's it going, Dad? It's going good. Um, so, is it all right with you if we start out talking about this, uh, what's happening, how the the devil is is craftily, cunningly working to get these Baptist churches to accept homosexuality? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's deal with it and get it out of the way because. Uh... Just like so many things in the news, they're just it's just downright deceptive. It's it's ugly. It's stuff that uh would really rather not talk about, but it's gotta be dealt with. And uh I'm just I'm just stunned ahead of this conversation and just how quickly things are ramping up and uh, that would be with uh, the apostate church or uh just the deception that uh, men are willing to uh, compromise, and uh, it's just shocking. I mean, aren't, I just, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah, it is shocking. Um, you know, and so this Baptist church we used to go to, um, we went there three years ago. We We went there for two or three years, and when we were there, um, just in the few years we were there, there was at least one, probably two or three sermons that uh, where they preached strongly against uh, homos and how sinful and evil it was. And, and now they have not just this Baptist church, but uh, Baptist churches all over America are accepting this this book written by... Johnny Nixon, he's this Baptist guy from uh, this Baptist church in Louisiana um, called Bayou Baptist Church. And uh, this guy supposedly, or not supposedly, but he has a a doctorate degree, so he's highly educated, and I guess that convinces people that he must be right about what he's talking about. He wrote a book called Their uh, born that way after all, and he's come up with this decept- really deceptive. Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't deceive me at all, but many of these Baptists are being deceived by it. He's twisting the word to his own destruction, and he's saying that these people that are homos, that they were born that way, and then it's not a bad thing because. Um, they were born supposedly without sexual desire, and so they're really what the Bible talks about as eunuchs, and they have a calling on their life to be to be celibate. And so he's he's totally spinning this whole issue and trying to make it sound like these homos are really just eunuchs and and not sodomites. 
and these Baptist churches are accepting this. And even this guy, um, his name is uh, Dr. Um, I forget his name. I'll have to look it up. But uh, this guy um, wrote a book uh, against this. He was warning Baptists that the devil was going to try to somehow deceive them and convince Baptist churches that homosexuality is is uh, really all right and that, you know, we have to take a stand against this and preach against it. And then this guy ends up being the biggest supporter of uh, Johnny Nixon. And uh, so so uh, this church that we used to go to accepted this um, this guy and we're promoting his book. And so then our friend... Um, who we used to be really good friends with when we went there before we got kicked out because they kicked us out because we didn't believe in eternal security and once saved, always saved. And so uh, Paul, he um, he uh, re- looked into this guy that wrote the book, found out that he was actually a sodomite, and then he exposed it, and then the church turned on him and they uh they had a little meeting with him with the church elders and uh they they were very d- ticked off that he exposed it for what it really was and they tried to find fault with him even though you really can't find fault with this guy because he's a very strong christian man and he really to my knowledge he doesn't have any compromise in his life and so <clears throat> They kick him out of the church, and <clears throat> they accuse him of trying to cause discord among the brethren. And uh, sure, they said a lot of really bad things, mean things about him. So, you know, this is this is happening right now, and it's only going to get worse. Um, you know, just about three weeks ago, listening to uh, Steve Quayle on Hegman and Hegman. He he predicted that within 18 months from now, he, he believes that all of the mainline denominational uh, churches, um, or should I say institutional churches, all the big church organizations, you know, not your your small, independent, <clears throat> unaffiliated churches that are truly preaching the Bible, but all the the um, uh, incorporated big ch- uh, ch- uh, church denominations and what have you that they are going to totally apostatize and so we've already seen this in the Methodist church with with them um, let, letting uh, women become pastors and gays and lesbians become pastors and you you know you see um, you see them putting the uh, the gay flag rainbow flag on their on their billboards outside of their churches. And you see the same thing with the Church of Christ is accepting it. Um, the guys on the TV show Duck, Duck Dynasty, there's pictures on the Internet of them uh, getting their picture taken with this Johnny Nixon guy, which I was very shocked because <clears throat> I thought that those old country boys would be totally against homosexuality. And... uh 
So this is crazy. It's now it's happening to Baptists as well, which I'm very surprised because they're out of all the mainline denominations, um, Baptists are some of the strongest in preaching the word and and staying true to the word. Even though I don't, I'm not a Baptist and I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that they teach. Um, I'm very surprised that they would succumb to this. Yeah, it's it's more than shocking. Um, <clears throat> seems to be the time that we're living in right now. Is uh, we we better be uh, on our toes, and because it's it's uh, in the end times, it's ripe for deception. And we were told that these things would happen. It's just shocking when you see how quickly and uh, and those affected by it. So, I mean, we hold true to the doctrine. Of, of the King James Bible and what is in there, line upon line, pretense upon pretense, uh, the Old Testament all the way through the New Testament. And uh, we believe that uh, let God be true and every man a liar. Um, it's just the way it is. We're not going to be uh, swayed by, by uh, you know, trying to be convinced that these eunuchs should be in the church and involved with the kids because they have no sexual... Uh, you know, propensity, that's such a lie. It's, it's such a deception um, because, of course, those will be the ones then that will be hurting the children. But, yeah, what and, can you say? It's the, time, it's the time we live in. Yeah, and just to make this crystal clear, they are not eunuchs. They're homosexuals. They're sodomites. But this Johnny Nixon guy is using the buzzword eunuch which is somebody who is celibate, celibate and has been castrated, even though he's not saying they've been castrated. He's just trying to say that these people really have no sexual desire, which, which makes no sense because these homosexuals, if they had no sexual desire, then why would they want to have, why would they want to do it with the same sex? That does that doesn't make any sense. So they're just finding he's finding a tricky way to deceive people. It's all just about deceiving people to abandon the faith of believing in the words. Well, the thing that I would add to it, what I've seen in my life is that if you go down the road far enough in sin. The Bible teaches very clearly that you will be turned over to your reprobate mind. So, so let me see if I can uh, uh, make make sense of this. So, you know, in this dispensation of grace, we can go to the Lord. And we can say, uh, "Father, forgive me." And a true repentant heart would mean that you would then turn from that sin and move away from it. And if you fall again, you turn and move away from it. And eventually uh, move completely away from it, a repentant heart moving away from that sin. Um, but if you stay in sin, the ultimate, um, the, the capstone of that sin becomes homosexuality every time. Uh, so so really quite clearly, um, yeah, it's a deception within the church, but within the person, it is a person that, has now been turned over to a reprobate mind. 
can you think of a more dangerous person to have within the church operating within the church is is that who has a reprobate mind and so that's what we're seeing we're seeing you know we're living in a time where everybody's offended they're offended if you get down to it uh to the truth and uh and they're just uh wanting their sin they're wanting as we remove god from the schools and from the institutions and the and the 10 commandments and all of the the things that involve uh, the founding of our, our country, a uh, country standing on God and all the blessings that go with that. As these things are stripped away, they feel, they feel more fluid in their sin. And so anything that comes across now as to the rock, the foundational uh, truth, of course it's offensive. Uh, they want their reprobate mind. They want to, to then, uh, um, yeah, the, the time will come. The next phase of this is that they'll they'll kill us thinking they're doing God a favor. I mean, it's just, it's that crazy. But God had clearly warned us that he was hated and that if we're following him, we're going to be hated as well. Are we prepared for that? Are we prepared to be uh, kicked out of a church because we stand for the truth? Well, let me tell you something. I was kicked out, my son was kicked out, and we got very much blessed. Not admit, Not initially, you know. Things come when you stand for the Lord, and and the immediate response is painful, and there's things that you know are difficult about it. But on the other side of that, there's blessings. So you must stand. Um, the 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 Lord says, Jesus says, if you don't testify me before man, I will not testify you before the Father. This is a huge thing. Now this goes against uh, hyper grace, um, I realize, but the truth is, if you're not uh, you know, our friend Paul, if he would not have stood and said, this is wrong, I won't have it, and just went along to get along, it would have been much worse for him to stay in that church than it would be to be kicked out. Now, I know being married that there's a, a whole list of dynamic things within his marriage and with the children that will be painful. Will his wife, will his wife conform to, to the, the preacher or to the husband? You know, these are things I don't know how that will work out for him. I just I pray that she will be um, understanding that, that he's her covering and that he is making the right move there for her and the children. Anyways, that's that's my two cents on that. Yeah, and the thing of it is, is that if you go along to get along in these end times, and you stay in a church like that, you you are not going to go to heaven if you don't stand for the truth. If you don't stand up for Jesus, if you deny him, he says, if you deny me before men, I also shall deny you before my father. So if you deny him, it's clear you're not going to uh, enter into heaven. And if you don't stand up for his word, if you don't stand up for his truth, then you are denying him. Because he is the word. And so Amen. we can't go we can't go along to get along. No matter how hard it is, it's gonna get really hard. I mean I mean it's gonna get to the point uh one day here in America where Christians will be killed. I mean you will have to die for your faith, possibly, but this is just this this is just the beginning. I mean this is just the warm-up of what the persecution is going to be like. And, you know, it's 
So it's already hit the the uh, Methodist Church, Church of Christ, uh, Baptist Church. I mean, pretty soon it'll be. Who knows what other types of churches and denominations will uh, will be accepting this? I've heard that uh, Reformed churches have accepted uh, homosexuality and uh, um, you know female pastors and and deacons and stuff. So it's only going to get worse, folks. Yep, that's the uh, that's that's what's happening all around us. Is just the uh, the rejection the rejection of a living God, and then the consequences as uh, as the Lord, um, you know, His hand is out that that the lost could be saved. You know, there is no doubt that uh, He wants to save mightily the lost, but the the uh the blessing it would it would appear is is rolled back as 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 the country and those that uh in leadership uh you know push push god out of uh out of our country out of our uh, you know it just uh there's an effect there's a cause and effect if you if you take god away and you reject him he wants to be. He wants to be pursued. It's like a, a love relationship. He wants to be pursued. He can be found. There's no doubt about it. But you have to seek him. And now you have a country that's not only not seeking him, but wanting to banish him. And I tell you what, the void that is left is just. It's. It's. Uh, it's quite intimidating. Um, I'm glad the way he operates that we still have a personal relationship with him. I'm glad that. That it's not like, uh, you know, that's that's why, <laughs> even though I'm patriotic, I don't want to wrap myself in a flag and and have that be my allegiance. My allegiance is Jesus Christ, and uh, I, th- I think that's where where we have to have our eyes fixed right now is in the Word and on Him, and and we're going to listen, folks. You're not alone. We're going to stand with you when you stand against these things. Um, I I ask for prayer for my brother. At our church, I was hoping that he would attend. Um, I think he would have been would have been blessed to come there because we do love him and his family, and uh, and uh, he's he's not alone, um, and certainly God is is right there with him. So, what else are we going to move into? Um, so, there was a 21 year old man who um, ate his girlfriend. In Russia, um, wow! So cannib- cannibalism is on the rise. Um, it's only going to get worse. We know that they're uh, putting human uh, embryos in our food and Pepsi, Nestle, Kraft, Nabisco, uh, Lipton. Uh, so we've got to watch out for that. Um, you know the the propaganda is being is being pushed on us. It's a soft sell for cannibalism. Um, there's there was a Netflix show that uh, came out a while ago called The Santa Clarita Diet, joking about cannibalism. There was uh, a movie that came out in theaters called Raw. Um, you know there has been. Um, there's been news articles in the New York Times about cannibalism. Um, I mean, just look up, if you just look it up uh, New York Times cannibalism on Google, 
all these uh, articles will come up about it, how you could survive off of, uh, you know, how much, how many calories a human body has in it that you could eat and all this. It's, it's so evil. It's just demonic. So evil. And it's Steve Quayle said that the Lord told him that, um, this is a sign that, uh, the great tribulation is near when cannibalism fills the headlines and becomes mainstream. And we're, we're starting to slowly see that. And it won't be too long before it's it's a popular, you know, socially acceptable thing. Yeah, well, we had um, a uh, we had a uh, um, employee who was lost and uh, I believe demon possessed, um, and he said that he would eat us, and he meant it. He said, uh, you know, when tough times come, it's no problem. I'll just eat you, and he was warned and uh disciplined you know not to ever say that that we found it very offensive and as an employer i just would not tolerate it and he, and he said it again then to my to my son so um we we had to get rid of him and he's just uh he had a reprobate mind so it's the demons you know we're we're uh it's so clear now as we get further down the road here that our battle isn't with flesh and blood in other words our battle wasn't with him, but the uh, spirits within him. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's it's becoming essential to be prayed up, I think, even before you walk out the door. Be prayed up. Be going where, you know, don't... Uh, the day of just randomly, you know, walking out your own walk with no coverage is, is over. Um, I think you have to be... Um, divinely guided uh, in your steps, where you go, what you do. And even if you end up having to work for uh, a customer that is, uh, you know, in our case, we're self-employed. So, you know, if we have to work for somebody that is, uh, that's not saved, uh, maybe even batting for the enemy, if you will, you know, if we're prayed up, we, we're going to be okay. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Yeah, well, you know what? The thing of it is, though, is that, you you can't just claim that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Although that is true, spiritual warfare is more complicated than that, and sometimes it can involve uh, more than just one tiny little prayer, or um, uh, it could involve days of fasting. I mean, we've <coughs> we've reduced spiritual warfare down to a, a kiddie level when really it's much bigger than that. And, uh, you know, maybe there might be some wisdom in not working for certain people. Well, that would put us out of business if we were going to only work for Christians. Um, I think that... I'm not uh, saying yeah. that. Well, okay, we we could talk about this later because this really has nothing to do with our show. Uh, but thank you. So thank yeah, you. let's let's move on. Um, uh, what do you think about uh, the Black Death? It's uh, started in Madagascar and uh, starting to spread through Africa. Yeah, I was I was spending some time kind of researching some of these new uh, 
viruses or diseases, and and they're they're talking about some stuff now that makes Ebola look like a, a sniffles. I mean, they've got uh, the the uh, the cells are are mimicking the cholesterol, so that the the body is allowing them to come right into the cells. And I mean, uh, the people that I was listening to are saying, if you get this, you're going to die. I mean, outside of a miracle from God, you're. It's that bad. So it looks geoengineered. Um, it looks uh, like population reduction. They, there's, uh, you know, you don't have to look too far to see that they've been trying to uh, wipe out the population in Africa. I think there's a lot of competing countries that want the the uh, precious uh, commodities there, whether it be what you know, titanium, uh, uranium, uh, gold, silver, diamonds. I mean, they just you know, but it's such a wicked thing, and that even that they that the Russians uh, have uh, scientists have have been able to put this on the the tip of a rocket where they could they could send it into a, a metropolitan area and pretty much uh, you know it, it would just spread like wildfire. So then then you combine that with the culture that they know you know, takes the bodies after they're dead and go and dance with them in the street. I mean, so the, the spreading of this sickness, uh, it, it's, it's something to be very concerned with. And, uh, this is very serious. It's very serious. I don't know, you know, one person get on a plane and leave uh, Madagascar or, you know, leave different areas there and to travel into the States and uh, they, they didn't. It seemed like they wanted to do this with Ebola, and uh, then it just kind of all shut down and went away. You know, I just really pray that this isn't something that would come into this country and take hold. We've got so many threats. It's 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 so apparent to me that God is the restrictor holding all this stuff back. But can you imagine uh, understanding how God is the restrictor if His hand is pulled back? What what this? How quickly things would? Uh, yeah, then the saying that uh, <laughs> that no flesh would be left alive unless uh, he shortened the days. I mean, you could really see that now, can't you? Yeah, I could see that. And uh, another thing that ties in with uh, that uh, what you just said—that uh, almost all flesh would be wiped out is uh, virtual reality has uh it's already come out you know they they got virtual reality video games and now they are right, right now as we speak uh creating virtual reality porn and uh there's this article on the new york com. it's called virtual reality gets naughty and um without uh going into any of the the uh, dirty stuff about it. Basically, this uh, porn star uh, filmed herself, and this uh, film is going to be used for um, to create uh, virtual reality porn. And so, you know, pretty soon, people that are there's already so many people hooked on pornography, and then you'll be able to by watching pornography, it won't just be, um, you know, uh, a regular video that you watch. It'll actually be like you're having real sex. And so it'll be 
so much more addicting and you know we've ar- we already see a a drop in a significant huge drop in the amount of young people that are getting married uh, and uh the amount of young people that are having kids or having lots of kids because of problems like lots of uh fornication in our society lots of adultery a lot of unfaithfulness a lot high divorce rates and so this is only going to add to that problem and make in, increase divorce rates, increase the amount of people that aren't getting married, increase um, the the numbers of people having less kids. Um, you know, it's it's not going to be good. It's not good at all. No. It, you can see how it's uh, so many of these things now as we have witnessed how the devil operates, how our enemy operates. He's so subtle. But see, <clears throat> the, how you can tell that this is the enemy, obviously porn and uh, and then interfacing with machines for virtual sex. But God comes to give life and life more abundantly. And so, so through anything that eliminates the marriage between a man and a woman and the procreation then of children, because he said in the Bible to that, uh, he never said nothing in the Bible that there'll be too many people on the earth. So when you hear somebody say that, that is a, definitely an antichrist spirit because that is just a lie from the pits of hell. But what he said was go forth and, and, and uh, to have children, to bear children. He, he, that, that's, that's part of his plan. And so when you see something like this that's coming against that plan in such a, in such a twisted, contorted, demonic way, um, and, you know, <laughs> and, and for me it's just mind-blowing because I just want a godly wife. And, uh, you, know, you know, the average guy here that's trying to follow the Lord that wants a godly wife, and then you've got all these, uh, you've got lesbian, lesbians, you've got, now you're going to have uh, this virtual porn, and you got uh, uh, just uh, it just everything. I just cannot wait until. And thank you for the pastor today talking about that uh, when the horror, when the horror of Babylon, the horror of this world of Hollywood and of of this virtual reality and and the harlot, the horror, it's going to go up in smoke. He, he's going to judge the horror. But at the same time, there will be the wedding feast for those that are his. And uh, so I just I love that there's a conclusion to this. And so, you know, there's a warning. We're sending up a warning of those that are being <clears throat> seduced by the harlot. Come out of her, you know, run, run. He'll provide a way out. Get, a, get away from it. But uh, But then we need to dove into, if you will, the righteousness of God and the plan and the purpose. And, you know, we're, we're holding out hope uh, that he will bring us a godly wife. We're, we're, no matter what, we know if we're following him that he is going to uh, bring this to fruition. His word, his promises of the, the marriage supper, uh, uh, the bride of Christ, the, the, the ten virgins, if you will, uh, going out, five had uh, their lamps trimmed and ready to meet him. And five didn't have any oil. 
and uh, what that means and, and just the spiritual of uh, give us of your oil that we might. And they're like, no, go to where they sell it. They're, you know, we're not going to be able to provide for you if you've been following the whore uh, uh, at that time when he returns. This is a personal relationship, folks. You've got to get right with them. You've got to get your lamps trimmed, get full of the Holy Spirit, get full of the oil, and uh, be ready to meet him. Because uh, I'm telling you, uh, without any exaggeration, things are coming fast. Things are moving fast now. Amen. And I think that um, once we enter into the tribulation, I think that things are going to be more evil than than we probably ever, any of us ever expected. Um, I agree. Yeah, because already right now, we're not even in the, the tribulation and... You know, things are, are getting crazier than we ever expected, a lot quicker than you know, we expected. But on the flip side of that, he is going to pour his spirit out on us, and, and we're going to become a bright, bright light, a bright, bright mm-hmm. light shining for him. I, I, he's not going to leave us um, at the current level of anointing to deal with this wickedness as it ramps up. He's He is going to... Uh, pour a spirit out on us and i and i can't nor would i try to folks try to tell you that i understand completely what that means or what it looks like but i believe it and uh, just like we see the the leaves ruffling on the trees with the wind blowing even though we can't physically see the wind we believe it because we see the movement of the leaves and and it's the same thing with this spirit we've we've experienced it those that have that have uh, prayed and cried out to the lord we've experienced him um, and uh, so, so our faith is developing in this time and strengthening. And uh, there are times of our life where things uh, wane and then they wax. Uh, and and so I just pray that if you are uh, seeking Him, that uh, that uh, your faith will grow. Because a lot of these things, when we're talking about them, we're not talking about them to to cause fear, it is a warning. It is an alarm, if you will, uh, to, to, you know, s- snap out of the mind control. If you're, if your mind is on football and your mind is on drinking and, and, uh, your new barbecuer or smoker or whatever it is, toy or distraction or social media or whatever it might be that we need to be snapped out of that occasionally by somebody telling us the truth. I mean, there's warplanes that are warming up on the tarmac in the Middle East. There's just a ton of stuff happening. You have to be blind, deaf, and dumb not to see that things are are reaching a climax. Uh, Things are uh, uh, coming to uh, a head, if you will. And uh, thank thank you, Lord, that you hold this stuff back. I think think outside of uh, God being the restrictor, we would have seen... Uh, this planet go up in a mushroom cloud a long, long time ago. So, but uh, what else did you want to cover or talk about? All right. So I have something kind of um, out of the norm I want to talk about real quick. Um, you know, it's really important that we understand how the enemy, how the the powers that be are dumbing us down because we really need to break out of the programming and 
go against these things and not be involved in these things as much as they would like us to in order that we don't get dumbed down. For instance, like watching TV, the average person watches several hours of TV a day. You need to uh, limit the amount of, of TV that you're exposed to so that you don't get dumbed down because as we know, it puts your brain into a catatonic state and it's basically exactly the same as if you sat and uh, stared at a blank wall for hours. Um, it has a very bad effect on your on your brain and your intelligence. Uh, but there's, um, there's this uh, article I want to read here really quick that proves how um, listening to certain types of music like heavy metal um, and also, um, you know, hard rock, uh, pop, rap, hip-hop, all these types of modern music, even 50s music, uh, will dumb you down. So there's this 16-year-old David Merrill, a student at Nansimond River High School in Suffolk, Virginia, thought that the loud sounds of hard rock music must have, have a bad effect on its devoted fans, came up with a way to test that damage. Merrill got 72 mice and divided them into three groups, one to test a mouse, mouse's response to hard rock, another to the music of Mozart, and a control group that wouldn't listen to any music at all, rock or classical. The young vivisectionist got all the mice accustomed to living in aquariums in his basement, then started playing music 10 hours a day. Merrill put each mouse through a maze three times a week that originally had taken the mice an average of 10 minutes to complete. Over time, the 24 control group mice managed to cut about five minutes from their maze completion time. The Mozart listening mice cut their time back eight and a half minutes. But the hard rock mice added 20 minutes to their time, making their average maze running time 300% more than their original average. Need we say more? Well, maybe we do. Merrill told the Associated Press that he'd attempted the experiment the year before, allowing mice in the different groups to live together. I had to cut my project short because all the hard rock mice killed each other. Merrill said, none of the classical mice did that. So I know that sounds kind of cheesy and weird, um, and maybe maybe you're saying, well, that's just for mice, that's not for people. But it is proven that classical music makes you smarter and that rock music, pop music, hip-hop, all these contemporary forms of music make you dumb. I'm sorry to say it, but it's the truth. Because classical music has a more sophisticated, advanced uh, melody and beat and rhythm to it. It's more, um, it's more advanced. And this other modern music is very simplified. And so it has an influence on you, on, on your brain, on your psyche, even, even on your spirit. Um, because music is also spiritual. And so um, if you listen to this simple, dumbed-down music, you will become a simple, dumbed-down person. And so 
Um, I'm not saying that every person that listens to heavy metal or rock or what have you, or any of this type of music, is totally dumb. I'm just saying that it will make you dumber, especially the more you listen to it or the longer you listen to it. So if you change what you listen to now, you can you can reverse that effect. So Yeah. Well, there's no doubt that there's bondage involved with uh with you know, certain types of music for sure and uh, those you know, not to uh I'm not using your um experiments. I'm just talking about those on stage that have said that that uh, from these rock groups that they um, allow another spirit to come into them in their uh, performing and that they've sold their soul to the devil. So, you know, um, right there, you know that there's a, there's spiritual uh, component to, uh, to that music, which I would say uh, without very far of a stretch that it would be oppressive. And a lot of people find themselves... Uh, oppressed and they 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 begin to say because they look at the world around them and they say well I'm not really doing anything different than anyone else but you know they are listening to this music they might be on some light um, drugs uh, I say you know maybe just marijuana or what but but all these things together have opened doors and uh, oppressed them and bound them and uh, so you know we have to be safeguarding our, we have to be looking to safeguard um, our, our body, soul, and spirit in this day that we're living in, being sober-minded. And uh, like I was, I was trying to say earlier about praying up before you go somewhere, uh, maybe even on a job or wherever you go, just driving. I mean, we see brutal casualties on the roads and, you know, one has to back up and say, what would happen if, if they prayed before they, and ask for discernment, you know, would they have gone a different direction? Would they have been spared? You know, I don't know all the answers to that, but I all, all side with the coverage of prayer. Um, and so, you know, this goes into the music too. You know, nobody ever told me that when I was young, uh, I had no idea. So, um, we should really be teaching our kids through example, um, you know, choosing the music wisely that we listen to as well as the uh, the diets of the the food every every extreme of of what uh, we're dealing with in our life you know the water we drink the food we eat saying no to the drugs and the vaccines and uh and just uh yeah just being just being a blood bought christian is uh is being faithful to the word and uh yeah i agree with you i i don't think that that uh would be wise I know some people that have ended up in some bad places and some of the music that they listened to was, it was just absolutely from the pits of hell. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And, uh, like you were saying, these, uh, these rock artists have sold their soul to the devil. Uh, people in Hollywood have sold their soul to the devil. Um, you know, we got to be separate from the world. We shouldn't be watching these these movies, these bad Hollywood movies, and listening to this bad secular music. Um, and 
you know, what was I going to say? I just want to say something real quick. You know, so right. as a Christian, as a Christian, if you can't, if you, if you, you know, you don't have to believe us, do some research, but if you find out that we're right and they're adding uh, human uh, components, uh, uh, aborted stem cell fetuses, if you will, to Pepsi, to Nabisco, uh, all, all these different craft uh, uh, and all these different ones that we listed. If you find that out and you don't have the spiritual fortitude to say no to that and you say, well, I'm just going to eat it anyway, I'm just going to drink that Pepsi, I'm just going to consume this, then, then half of or not maybe more of what we're talking about isn't even for you. Because if you can't stand against that now, you will not be able to stand against the horsemen. You know, if you can't uh, uh, stand in this time as these things ramp up, you're not going to make it. You know, you're going to take the mark. You're going to you're going to go along to get along, and you're gonna you're going to end up in the lake of fire. And that's not our wish for you, but I'm just telling you now. There there's some things when you learn them, you are responsible for what you know. Too much is given, much is required. So um, there are some things that we have to take a stand on. And why would you want to support these these companies with your dollars? As Christians, we need to, when we find out, uh, including Hollywood and this music, you don't want to throw your dollars that way. It's just not right, not as a Christian. I just want to make that point. Yeah, amen. Um there's another article. It's on lifesitenews.com. And uh, apparently, uh, liberals are saying right now that uh, Christian parents are dangerous. And uh, we can just see this, this attack coming on Christians like never before. You know, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, like Christians not being able to adopt children. Hmm. Yeah, there was just an article, uh, I think it was on the Hagman 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 report where there was this adoption process going and uh and they they uh they didn't allow the adoption to go through because of the uh, radical uh Christi, Christian uh, couple. Um but you know, so then that that child would then go to a uh, a lesbian couple or a homosexual couple that uh, you know they got their mind they got their mind right but the, you know the, it's just becoming if you don't go along with this uh, homosexual agenda that's getting rammed down our throat then you are mental you are radical you're I mean as far go as far as a, a terrorist you know what I mean you can see how the how uh, this agenda is working. So it's working and going into all fa- facets of of uh, our lives, day-to-day lives. I just can't imagine what that would be like for those people that uh, find out that their radical agenda of, of the, the faith in Jesus Christ would would uh, keep them from uh, being able to adopt a child. That's just crazy. Yeah. Yep, they've uh, they've even... Uh, Tooking children away from from uh, homeschool families because they think their parents are crazy. Yeah, uh, that that happened over in Kentucky uh, a few years ago. Man, it's just 
just absurd. what happens all over the place. We just only hear of the, you know, certain highlighted stories, but it happens. It happens all the time. I mean, it's just like in our in our family. Uh, my daughter is uh, uh, an amazing mom, and her husband, and uh, you know, the the man that she married, the daughter is uh, the mom is involved in in meth and all kinds of things and for a long long time uh cps has seen the the structure the home and uh, everything and yet has not finalized uh it's as if they want the child in that destructive um you know drug using um ah it's just it's absolutely crazy so Anything to do with government right now, government doesn't create anything, um, and government is not the answer. We need we need to grow our own food. We need to take responsibility through entrepreneurship to uh, to come up with our own jobs, not expect the government to create jobs, and don't trust your children to the government. Don't uh, uh, this this it's just time as Christians to to kind of take it up a notch, don't you think? Yeah, we got to take it up a notch. You know, Christians were being mocked, were being made fun of, were being stepped on, and and yet the Christian church at large they don't see they don't see the threat. They don't even notice that persecution is already here that uh you know, Christian pastors have been put in jail for not marrying um homos and it's only going to get worse and if we don't stand up for ourselves they're going to try to there's a day that's going to come where it's going to be illegal to be a Christian and you'll be put to you'll be put to death for it and Christians don't even care they don't even see it coming they're just stuck in this this fantasy la la land where they just go to church and sing their stupid you know contemporary rock and roll worship songs, which isn't even real worship, really. It's all flesh. And, you know, they sit in these churches and they listen to all this false doctrine, once saved, always saved, and they just go and live like the world during the week. And, and uh, you know, they think they're really saved when really they're not because they haven't truly repented of their sins. And... Uh, they just think that they're going to get raptured out of here before anything bad happens. So, you know, well, they and then they'll stand up they'll, for their faith. They'll also take the mark. You know, they're they're not going to. They we we've had folks in the apostate churches say that they'll take the mark. That God knows my heart, and and you know, so we just we need to stay in the scripture. And then, you know, that's the. Uh, that's Christ manifested. That's that's a living word. I hope people get that. Um, you should be in your word as often as you possibly can. Um, if you uh, you know listening to other people is great, but you know reading it yourself is even better. But you know if you got to uh, you know fall asleep listening to the word, listening to you know finding. Uh, um, different programs that can encourage you through the word faith comes from hearing and reading the word of God. So um, I would just encourage you to do that. And, and, you know, it's kind of cool to have an old hymnal book. I'd encourage you if you, if you don't, because with these dark times that are coming, 
one of the promises that that God has for us is that he is in company he is in the praises of the saints so he's right there uh, I don't I can't explain it to you exactly how it works but I can tell you the truth if you begin to sing songs Christ is there his spirit is there he also says where two or more are gathered he's in the midst of them but he doesn't say that about the singing the praising the true worship uh, singing his hymns he says he's there he's in it and so darkness has to flee and uh, I'm just trying to give you uh, another, you know, quiver to have in your uh, tool belt there uh, for the, to, to battle against the enemy is get an old hymnal. You know, you probably pick one up for 50 cents. Nobody wants one anymore. They want the contemporary fleshy music, but so you should be able to get one. You can almost get one for free probably. Uh, a lot of churches have got them still in the pews, but they don't use them anymore. Just take one. You know, ask the pastor. I'm sure he'd give one away. And uh, those old songs, they're uh, they're very soothing to the soul, and they're very much uh, a, a weapon against the enemy. And uh, so go back to what is uh, proven and what is true. And uh, those old hymns, I'll tell you, a lot of them are uh, are just singing back you know, the scripture, if you will, the Psalms, a lot of them, and uh, talking about the blood of Christ and and uh, what a friend we have in Jesus. And, uh, you know, just these old these old hymns, they're solid. And if you sing them, uh, you'll, even, you'll even end up waking up to them occasionally. And uh, there's something really, really deep about the old hymns and the old rugged cross. And, you know, many of them come to mind. Um, and uh, I just love them. I, I love them. I love the songs singing about how he took us out of the miry clay and put us on the rock. I mean, you know, you sing that song and, and you just, uh, you know, the things rush back to your memory of how he's done that in your life. You don't get that out of the contemporary. Uh, you don't get that out of, uh, I mean, some of these songs on the Christian radio now are just absolutely garbage i'll just i'll just say it they're garbage there might be one or two in the after you know through throughout a whole afternoon of listening now that are that are uh agreeable with my spirit but uh most of the other ones are just they're just pop pop songs you know um they don't even they don't even say spiritual things so how can they be spiritual you know uh, we, the the bible is clear that we are to test the spirits folks and i hope that uh you know, every, everybody is so afraid to judge anything. Don't judge me. Don't judge. Yeah, you're supposed to. You're supposed to judge. You're supposed to test the spirits. I mean, we, we're not responsible for anyone uh, uh, as far as, you know, trying to take Christ's place of judging who's saved it, Don. I, I get that. But but you got to judge when you pull out of your driveway whether to go, you know, whether you can back out or not or pull out. I mean, ju- we're judging all the time. You know, it just... The enemy's got us uh, a foothold and a stronghold in uh, in a lot of places in our community, and I believe it's time for the the Christians to rise up and and use the authority given to them uh, in Jesus Christ, not in our name, but in Jesus' name, uh, to take authority. Um, and if we'll do that, um, I mean, look, he's given us a reprieve with this Trump. Um, 
we didn't get Hillary. Oh, thank, thank you, Lord, for that. And uh, so we have a time now. There's this, there's a little reprieve here, and let's use it. Let's not let it go to waste. Yeah. So I, I just want to say one more thing um, for those of you listening here. Make sure that you're you're reading your Bible and studying the Word because, you know, just like these these Baptists that are falling for this this idiot that's that's uh, promoting homosexuality. Um, you know, if if you don't know your Word, you're going to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, and you're not going to be able to to stand strong and hold to the truth and not be deceived. You're going to be deceived if you don't know your Word. So. You know, study your word and and get just get close with God. Repent of your sins. It's another thing that I learned recently is that you cannot put on the armor of God without holiness. If you have uh, a ton of sin in your life and you're not living holy, you don't have any protection from the enemy because you've opened yourself up to him. So get right with God, repent of your sins, read the Bible, folks. If you if you don't know the word, if you're not reading your Bible, you know, you're you're not gonna make it in, in these end times. So uh hope you all enjoyed the show and uh I'll see you next time. God bless. We got it, time we got it. Let's go guys. <laughs> what? I'm serious. Yeah, You're please. not serious. I got to record. Hey, please. We're recording.